Hi, everyone. Welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. In this Millennium Live episode, Kara sits down with Diana Burley, Executive Director and Chair of the Institute for Information Infrastructure Protection and Professor of Human and Organizational Learning at the George Washington University. Dr. Burley is a global cybersecurity expert who advises enterprises on strengthening their cybersecurity posture, managing cybersecurity risk, assessing human factors in the threat environment, and developing a robust cybersecurity workforce. Dr. Burley has written nearly 80 publications on cybersecurity, information sharing, and IT-enabled transformation. She also sits on the Millennium Alliance Advisory Board. Thank you so much for being here, Diana. My pleasure. Thank you. So you are a globally recognized cybersecurity expert, a professor at George Washington University, the executive director and chair of I3P. And so with all of this, tell us, you know, how you're, how we can prepare for 2019 and what we should be looking for in this cybersecurity digital era. I think 2019 is going to be characterized as the year of convergence. We're seeing a lot of movement toward transformation, like the the title of the forum. We're seeing a convergence of physical and digital systems. So cyber experts have to have an understanding of both. Um, We're also seeing that you have to have a a much broader range of, of your expertise. So not just the technology, but human factors, understanding risk, and how to communicate with the board and other users and stakeholders. Sure, sure. So in your experience, has the role of a cybersecurity expert and executive, has it changed since when you first started in the industry? It's growing in scope. I, okay. I think that that's the big change is that we're seeing that you can't just be an expert in the technology. Right. And it's all about communicating and understanding the risk and making sure that the other principals like the CFO and the CEO and the board understand that risk and recognizing that It's not just about the technologies, but it's also about the people. And it's about the processes that are transforming because we're seeing technology embedded into systems that didn't previously have technology. You know, we talk a lot about the Internet of Things. So when we put sensors and digital capabilities in all of these different devices, it means that we have to transform the way that we work and we have to transform the organization. And and that's a big shift. So it's giving, getting everyone on board. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So a lot of your work is about establishing a cybersecurity culture within an organization. So what is the most important factor in doing this? Oh, gosh, it's <laughs> probably too many to name. Probably, yes, it, it's difficult to put my finger on it. But if I had to say, I would focus on how difficult it is to change human behavior. It's not just about raising awareness, right? I mean, we know a lot of things that we should or should not do, but that doesn't mean that we do them or don't do them. (laughs) So really, when we think about cybersecurity cultures within organizations, we have to recognize that it takes a lot of work to get people to understand not just the nature of their behavior and what they need to do to change, but the implications of their behavior, Why is it important to each individual group, each individual set of users? Because when they understand their role in securing the environment, they're more likely to change and and adapt uh, better practices. That makes a lot of sense. So the Institute for Information Infrastructure Protection, it brings organizations together to solve challenges in securing critical infrastructure. So how did this idea even come about? (laughs) 
Well, the I3P has actually uh, been around since, since uh, 2002. Okay. It was a consortium that was started at Dartmouth College back oh. then, and the idea was that there could be a trusted third party to come together to solve critical problems, to really wrestle with these challenges. So we bring together academic institutions, national laboratories and the Department of Energy, and some research, nonprofit research institutions to come together with no particular stake in mind, but just to bring to, be to bear different ideas, different opinions. We bring together technologists and behavioral scientists and policy experts so that we can have all of these different voices and opinions in the same room and develop more holistic responses to some of the challenges that we face. Wow, that's truly amazing. <laughs> um, so I'm curious, as a woman in the industry, I'm sure you talk about this a lot, um, what's some advice that you can offer to women who want a career in cybersecurity or even who are already in the field? <laughs> I think that the best advice is to really be good at what you do. And I don't know that that's advice that's only for women. Right. Um, I, I think that sometimes we get caught up in this notion of do you have to be a technical expert? Do you not have to be a technical expert? And I find that having some technical expertise is really important because it gives you credibility and it gives you an ability to communicate with the technologist. But whatever aspect of the field you're in, be really good. Work very hard, communicate with people, network with people, constantly learn. You know, we always talk about the fact that the threat environment changes so rapidly and, and is always expanding and changing. But that means that the people in the cybersecurity field, cybersecurity professionals, are constantly learning, constantly reading, and coming to events like this where we can network and learn from each other and, and really allow us to, to keep moving forward. Sure. So you kind of answered my next question, but I am curious to hear from you even more. Um, you're at the Transformational CISO Assembly right now. And I, 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 what are the benefits of attending a small, intimate program like this to do the networking that you're talking about? That's, that's it. The small networking, right? right? I mean, the small, intimate forum that allows for networking. It gives people an opportunity to hear what's happening at their peer institutions, right? right. And so when you realize that others are struggling with the same challenges that you're struggling with, you can begin to develop those trusted relationships so that you can pick up the phone after and <laughs> you can say, hey, this is what's going on or hey, you mentioned something and can you remind me of what you said about a particular resource or vendor or you know whatever it is. And so I think that people in the field often throw around this term information sharing and they think that it can be regulated and, and structured and, and, it, and it's really information sharing at its core is built on trust and trust comes from personal relationships. And at smaller venues like this, you have the opportunity to actually develop and strengthen those personal relationships. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our other interviews exclusively on Digital Diary.